The material and information contained in this podcast is for general information purposes only. You should not rely upon the material or information in this podcast as a basis for making any business, legal, medical, or any other decision. If you listen to me, you're a fool. Research for yourself. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Trader. I'm the Prince of Wessex, and this is the Art of Being, the podcast. And today I want to talk a little bit about the enemy holding a gun to your head. That's right, we're going to be talking about temperature checks. <laughs> Did you know that's where I was going? Did you know that a gun to your head <laughs> would lead to temperature checks? Uh, but that's what I want to talk about today, guys, because um, it irks me and. Uh, you know, therapy's expensive, but talking to y'all is cheap. So, so let's let's get this out. Let's work this. Let's work this out together. And if I'm wrong, as always, I encourage you to let me know. But you know, when I look um, at these uh, temperature checks, so uh, my family, as I'm sure your family, uh, in this uh, COVID uh, environment, are often required. Uh, schools, hospitals, various other state government-ran organizations will require you to have uh, fill out a screening form and to get a temperature check prior to entrance into uh, a building okay and they ask you they ask you to do this now we in my family uh, we are natural born rebels <laughs> in case you couldn't tell by any of the other podcasts if you've ever listened to anything we've ever said uh, my family, we, we, I would, I would describe us as uh, lunatic extremists. Uh, we, um, we don't like being told what to do. <laughs> so I tell you what, I do not like being told what to do. And and it's funny because I was in the military for twenty years. Well, that's all they tell you what to do. Um, but you know, to me, ain't nobody can tell me what to do but God, and that's my source of information for everything. So I'm sorry if you're not Him. Anything you tell me, anything at all. Whether it be, it's just a temperature check to help you, I'm going to go to the scriptures. Every single time, I'm going to go to the scriptures. Because I don't trust nobody. I don't even trust myself, guys. And half the time when I uh, speak or preach or whatever you want to call whatever it is that I do, podcast, most of the time I'm talking to myself. It sounds like I'm talking to y'all and it sounds like I'm saying offensive things to you guys, like calling people weak or pathetic. That's all talking to me, right? Because I know that I need guidance in life. Like, people all the time are, like, online and stuff. When I get in these chats and stuff, they're like, you're a fool. And I'm like, man, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I am a fool. And because of being a fool, I have no other choice than to read the manual, right? So picture a dude who builds a house. There's a man out there. I don't know his name, but he's out there right now. He can build an entire house by himself right? He can do the plumbing. He can do the electric. He can do the siding. He can do the carpet. He can do, he can build a house. There's a guy out there that can do that. I have trouble assembling things I found at Ikea. (laughs) Okay. I bought these, uh, you know, we're trying to come out of Babylon in this house. We're trying to learn to produce our own food. 
which I highly recommend. I think I think gardening and growing your own food and having livestock, I think that all makes you closer to God. Like, look, man, the patriarchs did it for a reason. All the patriarchs <laughs> had gardens and farm animals, okay? And uh, I think it causes you to have to rely on him. But anyway, that's a that's a podcast for a different day. Um, but anyway, we're, we're trying to garden. And I, and I had to buy, like, and look up specs for for a, a garden bed because I I lacked the knowledge to come up with the concepts to build it myself. Now, there's some people out there that can build it themselves, right? That, that didn't even need to look up plans, just went and bought some wood, bought some stuff, hammered it together. Their minds were able to piece together to build. That man would be considered, what, a master builder, right? That guy who can build a house is a master builder. But people like me, I need to read the instructions. I need to read the manual because I'm not wise. <laughs> That's why I tell people all the time in my disclaimers, man, don't be listening to me. I don't know what it, what's going on. I just know how to read the book. And when I go to the book, when you say you got to, I, what, when you got to do the temperature check, when you say you got to do it, Man, I'll tell you what, nothing pisses me off more than when I walk into these places and they use words like required. Oh my gosh, guys, that word is a trigger. Like talk about being triggered. Like some people hear the word Trump and they freak out. <laughs> you know, it's it triggered, right? Triggered. That word triggers me. You're required. And I say, whom requires this of me? And nobody has answers. They always say the governor or, you know, the board of directors at the business or our organization. And that junk just ticks me off because to say that I'm forced to do something in order to receive services, uh, it just doesn't sound fair to me. Like, I, I just want the same treatment as everybody else. I want to be treated equally and I want to be treated uh, fairly. And I want, I want if that person's allowed to walk in this store, then, then so am I. And if they believe that they're in danger and want to get a temperature check, that that's their belief. My and, and we live in a country that allows people to do their beliefs. I don't agree with it, but we're in a country that allows you to do whatever you believe, whether that is depravity, sin, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you believe it, I got to back off, except, except for temperature checks, because I believe that I don't have to do that. I don't like it. Uh, personally, it scares me. I don't know. You know, again, I'm a fool. And, and, and when I see something so simple as putting a gun to my child's head, I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you pointing at her head? And I, and, you know, and I get upset. So I started getting upset when they do these temperature checks. And I'm like, whoa, why are you pointing a gun to my kid's head? I don't want my kid to be accustomed to letting strangers put things with triggers on them to their forehead. It just gives me some kind of, maybe it's the Marine in me. Uh, you know, serve my time in the service. I don't know, but I don't like it. You know, I don't like it. And when I start to talk to people about this, they, they, they just, they lack the common sense and, and reasonable rationale to work through an issue. So I've been kicked out of locations. Uh, my daughter has been banned from locations simply because I said, you know, I don't feel comfortable with this. Uh, is there another way? Is there something? I mean, I don't even complain. I, I'm, I'm not up there screaming, yelling. I'm much more polite in people's faces than I'm in my podcast. You know, I can act real big and bad when I'm staring at a computer screen and a microphone. But when you're in front of people, you got to have a certain decorum, you know. And uh, I, I try to be kind. And I'm just like, is there another way? Is there something else to do? And we, do, I've been denied medical treatment. <laughs> no joke. No joke. We've been kicked out of just regular places like, you know, kids play areas and uh, different types of studios and stuff that you would uh, participate with clubs and things like that simply because I asked the question 
why do I have to do this? Is there another way? Is this even effective? But because people were told to do it by the news, you didn't receive, the governor didn't tell you nothing. I'm going to tell you that right now. The governor didn't tell you nothing. He told the news and the news reported on it. That's, that's what happened. But I, I didn't get anything in the mail from my government saying, here are the new list of requirements. I didn't even get to vote. I thought we was a government by the people, for the people, whatever, right? So because this, this upsets me, because I don't like someone putting a gun to my kid's head, because I don't like words like, you have to, you're required, sir, that junk ticks me off. I, I don't want to be told what to do, okay? I'm just a natural born, nah, man, I do, like, like I remember as a kid, uh, like in high school, right? There'd be long lines at the movie theaters or, or whatever. Like a movie theater is this, the first example that popped in my head. And I would just walk right past And People are yelling at me. And I just walked right up to the person, handed my ticket, kept going. And they're like, you got to wait in line. I'm like, I don't have to do anything. Like that's the type of teenager I was. Because you might think you have to. So I'm just rebellious by nature. I understand that that was rude. <laughs> right? I understand that I was being ornery and I've calmed down a lot in my in my old age, but I'm just a natural born rebel, so I ask these questions and simply for asking it, the, the scary part, the scary thing is, just by asking a question, is there another way, is this safe, is this effective, and just being completely banned? I'm, I'm telling, I have been banned. I have had people threaten to call the police on me and all I did was ask, why and is this a thing? Like. Can you show me the requirement? And they just say, get out, sir, get out. We own our, we can do what I want, get out. We're calling the police. Like, like, literally, and I'm just like, look, I'm just asking questions. So because it was causing a stir, my honoriness, it was causing a stir, uh, I decided to go to the instruction manual. As a fool who cannot build a house to save his life, literally, you know, I'd be in the woods with a couple sticks leaning against a tree, freezing to death. You know, other people can, would have a, a, a whole house with a watchtower, a, a deer stand, and a farm within two months, you know, and, and be able to live without outside help. I can't do that. I need instructions. So I turned to my instruction manual. Bible, tell me, Bible. Tell me, Bible. Am I wrong? Am I wrong for being upset about the fact that they're saying that I'm required to get a forehead check prior to entering a store. And I've even asked them, can I take the temperature a different way? I've asked them that. I literally asked them that. Like, can we just do it some other way? Do it on my neck, right? Any, anything else, right? Can I bring my own thermometer and we'll do it right here? And guys, the fact that temperature checks are even required to enter buildings shows how foolish this this really is, right? And, and that to me is what, um, before I get to the scriptures, that to me is is what is automatically red flags. Automatically red flags. Because having a high temperature can mean 70 billion different things. Like literally like me and my daughter were outside running and playing around like waiting for my wife outside of a hospital, just running, running back and forth. You know, we're standing in the sun, soaking up the sun rays. We live in, in an area that's normally cool. So when, when the sun's out, we like to get out and get in it and get that vitamin D and we're running around and then we go to get our temperature checks and they're like, you guys' temperature's high. Have you been exposed to anything? I'm like, no, I'm outside running. And they just let me in anyway. It's so stupid. And, and you know, sometimes people with COVID don't even have high temperatures. It's, it's just ridiculous. And who's calibrating the device you're using? Has anyone ever thought about that? At least with the mercury temperature you put in your mouth, there's actual chemistry happening, right? There's literal heat from my body 
that has a chemical reaction of a, of a, of a metal, a liquid metal, mercury, and that metal does something based off of how much temperature it's given. So at least that is something we can calculate and look at, but who's calibrating these devices? And if you take a bunch, they all give like different temperatures anyway, and some can go bad and people don't even know it. I mean, it's all kinds of bad, like batteries could be running low and readings aren't, uh, you know, great for that time and nobody would know any different because they're just using and going through the motions. It's so ineffective uh, that is just ridiculous to me. Like if I walk in and have a high temperature, are you gonna turn me away? That's what I told the girl at the hospital. I'm like, I'm at a hospital. Can I just go in and get my care? Because if I have a problem because I have a high temperature, inside is where I fix it, right? And she was like, oh yeah, I guess. I guess you can just go to your appointment. I'm like, yeah, thanks, right? It's dumb, it's dumb. And then they just ask you, well, well, have you been exposed? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't, I tell it every time they ask me, have I been exposed? Guys, I'm, I'm so mean. I'm so terrible. Lord help me. But I tell them straight up, uh, it's a, it's a global pandemic. Everybody's exposed. That's why I tell them. And they go, well, you know, a specific exposure. <clears throat> and I go, it's fine. We're all wearing masks. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't really like answering these questions. I feel like um, checking temperature is a medical procedure. And I don't like doing medical procedures with strangers in front of other people. And I don't like my medical information being known because if I have been exposed, right? Let's say I have been exposed to COVID. I might not feel comfortable expressing that to the person in front of me. Now, I don't believe in all this bull crap, guys. I'm just using it as an example, but you know, it's, it's just a ridiculous thing. So I think to myself, what is, what is this purpose? Why are we checking temperatures before we go in and out? It's ineffective. It, temperatures are proven to on humans uh, to range all over the place for all different kinds of re reasons. And sometimes low temperatures are a better indication of sickness than high. It just depends on what your body is going through in that particular moment. And it's just, it's so ineffective that it bothers me. And I don't like it. So I go to my scriptures and I see, I see let's see what the Bible says about foreheads. And boy, oh boy. I don't like that neither. It makes me not like forehead checks even better. Because I got it right here in Revelations 13, 16 through 17. And I guess I pulled up KJV today uh, for, the, for the translation type. And it says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bound, to receive a mark on their right hand or in, 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 it says in, that's interesting. Oh man, I gotta look up, man, that sparked something in my brain, man. Somebody that knows Greek, go and study that for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that one up after, the, after this. In their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. So right here, what I see is that in the future, which Revelations is a, uh, a prophecy, and I, I believe prophecy is always current and future at the same time. If you understand, that's why there's like seven lampstands, right? That represent the seven churches. There's a message in Revelations for each of these churches, uh, and those messages also relate to greater things that are happening within the body, right? So so we, we understand these premises. It's the same thing like Ezekiel and Jeremiah and all them dudes. They're saying stuff that's current to the people that live there, but also relates 
to the future at the same time. Like, but a Messiah will come, they're told, and but you will be restored to Jerusalem, right? right? So it's, it tells them current events, and then it tells them a future event as well. So I, I believe Revelations discusses that as well. It talks about current things that will lead to a future outcome, okay? That's how I kind of look at prophecy. And let me know if I'm wrong. And uh, I don't even think that's that what I just said is 100% true because it all really just depends on the context. Uh, but either way, what I have here is a future event that people, and it and it, go, it gives the list, y'all, doesn't it? It gives the list. Great, small, rich, poor, free, bond, right? So it's like, yo, everybody, everybody on the Eretz, everybody on the land, everybody on this plane, everybody on the earth, rich, poor, free, great or small, don't matter who you are, you got to get a mark because a man's going to come He's going to be wicked, and he's going to force you to get a mark on your forehead and on your hand. So when you tell me that I cannot buy or sell, right? Because that's in, that's in verse 17 right there that we just read, Revelations 13, 17, that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark. So if you're telling me, which has happened to me, that I'm being denied medical care, being denied entrance to a hospital. I've uh, been, like I said, I've been denied entrance to clubs, businesses, um, all kinds of things, just because I ask questions about temperature checks. Even uh, we've had trouble with the local school, you know, but they, they, they helped us out. I, I'm so thankful. God really worked that one out for us because uh, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't allow it. And uh, the teachers comply. And I think they even do so um, to their detriment. I think, I think the faculty, uh, head faculty at large doesn't really necessarily agree with them. Ugh. You know, to hope, thanks guys. Hope you don't get in trouble. But uh, they, they helped us out with, with how we do temperature checks. Uh, but I won't get into that. But, but either way, you know, uh, buying or selling has been denied me because I simply didn't allow something to happen to my forehead. Think about that. In the future, or maybe the present, if you don't have a certain thing on your forehead, can't come in. You can't buy. You can't sell. I don't think that temperature checks are the mark of the beast, guys. Okay? I don't. You know, and I know that's what you're saying. You're not the mark of the beast, Jason. Temperature checks aren't the mark. I know. <laughs> I know temperature checks aren't the mark. But what I do know, what I do know is how conditioning somebody works. Because I've been conditioned. I've been to boot camp. I've seen what prison is like in its own fashion. And what they do is repetition over and over and over and over again. And anyone will tell you. Look at NFL players. Um, you know, NBA. You know, how many pitches does a pitcher throw before he ever steps on a mound? and throws it at a person at bat, right? He has to practice. Repetition brings success. It brings uh, muscle memory so that, you know, players are able to uh, turn on a dime and catch a football all of a sudden because they've done it so many times that their body and mind is conditioned to handle that environment. So when I see that my child, who will face the future world with an antichrist, or possibly, right, depending on when he comes, I don't know, Seems like it's close, but I don't know. But either way, my child could possibly be subjected to not being able to buy or sell without the mark 
or I could be in my old age, right? I, I could be 60 and the mark hits and it's like, you can't buy or sell and I just starved to death in my little old folks home. Like that's a thing that could happen to me, right? Depending on when you think the Messiah is coming back. Either way, doesn't matter. When I see repetition being done to my child, what makes you think that my child, when when she, when my child becomes an adult, when my child becomes an adult, that the mark of the beast comes out and says, "Get this on your forehead," that my child will be able to distinguish between the forehead checks they've done their whole life and the mark on their forehead. Do you think they're going to have the critical thinking skills to recognize that? No, they won't. Because through repetition, my child was conditioned to handle a certain environment. So now when you say, hey, you know that forehead check thing we've been doing? Now it's going to be this mark. It's going to speed things up. You're going to whiz right through the line. We've got little scanners that are going to check for you. This is really going to make the process easier. How many people are going to go, well, that sounds like the mark of the beast. And how many people are going to go... Oh, man, I'm so glad I don't have to wait in line at Trader Joe's anymore. Man, I'm so glad this is going to speed up the process because you're just accustomed to letting people check your forehead before entering. It's too similar, guys. It's too similar. And I did one, uh, uh, a podcast that is about masks and stuff, and I feel the same way with masks that I do about forehead and temperature checks. You're conditioning me to getting used to needing my forehead checked before I'm allowed to buy or sell and conduct business. Now, the good news is the beast hasn't got everybody yet, right? So only government and state organizations, like like going to the grocery store, no one's checking my temperature. But jobs, there's like five states, I think, that are requiring employees to get checked. So you're telling me I can't earn a living in that state unless someone checks my forehead. So if I say that I feel that this is a mark and my religious belief keeps me from having anyone check my forehead in order to save me from damnation and now I'm fired, well, Christian, just shut up and do what the government says. Man, you guys have lost your mind. You've lost your mind out there and you've lost your critical thinking skills. To think that it's okay to allow a complete stranger to ask you or your family personal questions about your health, your travel, whom you've been around, and then check your forehead before allowing you to buy or sell is conditioning the population for the mark. I don't care if the pandemic is real or not. This could be the most deadly disease known to the planet. And people could be dying left or right. I don't see it. I, I, I don't see it at all. I was told that in the, what, 1911 or 1918, whatever it was, um, that the Spanish flu, they call it, right? That came through the, co the country. That people were like bringing dead bodies out into the street and, you know, you're told during the Black Plague that people are ringing bells with, with wheelbarrows. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. Right? That hasn't happened on my street at all. Okay? So I don't see this as um, a deadly pandemic. And you might say people are dying. Uh, okay. Uh, they die before the pandemic, they've died during the pandemic, and they're going to die after the pandemic because death comes to all men. What are you doing with the life you have right now? Right? Every, what is it, William Wallace? Every man dies, but not every man lives. <laughs> 
Yeah, man, we're supposed to be living for the Lord and preparing the way for the coming of the Messiah and letting people know that, yo, a Messiah is going to come and save us from all this. That's what we're supposed to be telling people. But instead, what we're doing is saying, no, it's cool that you require forehead checks prior to buying and selling. That doesn't sound nefarious at all. That doesn't sound anything like the mark of the beast. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. So the devil, you think, you think the devil's been around for, what, 6,000 years? The father of lies. He's been messing people up since Adam and Eve. You know, who knows what was going on before then in the heavens. Because it says he was like tricking angels and stuff. Right? So this dude's out here tricking people. Do you think he's going to force everyone to wear a mark? Or he's going to ask and trick? Yeah, he's up to his old tricks. He's going to ask everyone for the mark. And I'm going to tell you what, most people are going to ask him to do the mark for them. They're going to be like, please, please put a mark on our heads so we can tell the difference between those who are vaccinated and those who are not. I must be safe. I'm tired of waiting in line at Trader Joe's. Please do something to speed up these temperature checks. And he's going to go, I got an idea. Why don't we put this like mark in your forehead that says you can't buy or sell if you don't have it? And they're going to go, oh my gosh, what a great idea. <laughs> That's literally what Revelations in chapter 13 says is going to happen. People are going to be like, yeah, dude, good idea. <laughs> I'm so glad you put these marks in our forehead. We're setting ourselves up for failure. We're setting ourselves up for failure. And I've been told to calm down and... You know, we're supposed to follow the government. No, I'm supposed to follow a righteous, a righteous government. A righteous government. That's what I'm supposed to follow. But ain't nothing that none of these people doing is righteous. Nothing. Jesus said, feed the hungry. How many people are dying of starvation during this pandemic? How many? I guarantee it's the same amount of people that were dying before. And it's the same amount of people that are going to be dying after. People are starving to death in our very own country. Our very own cities. Meanwhile, you're throwing out most of the food you didn't get to in your refrigerator. But people are starving to death all over the world. Do we shut down the economy and say, you know, you're required to wear a mask. We're also going to require to buy you an extra loaf of bread for the poor. That is just going to be handed out to anyone who needs it. How many people would be willing to buy that bread? I, I'm willing to bet a bunch would. I'm willing to bet a bunch of people would be willing to buy an extra thing of bread so that homeless, so that single moms, so that low-income families, people with disabilities, right? People that are generally having a, a struggle with everyday go-to-go life can have some bread today. I'm going to buy some bread and some cheese so that those people can eat. I bet you people would do it. But man, they didn't ever bring that up, did they? We never shut down the economy because we had... What was it, like a hundred, in my state alone last year, like a hundred thousand kids went missing or something crazy like that? Did we shut down the economy so that we can go find those kids? No. No, we didn't. Because they don't shut down the economy, guys, when, when they, <laughs> and, or sorry, they don't, they don't shut down the economy, guys, unless it benefits them, okay? Because if they shut down the economy and said, we're not going anywhere until people start getting food, so we start having equality, people will get off their butts and start 
get inequality, wouldn't they? They would start helping hungry and poor people because they would be tired. And this world would just be a better, healthier place. But no, 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 no. They shut down the economy for a disease that has a super, super good survival rate. Super good. The only people that die, usually what they say, are people that already were sick with something else. So they were probably going to die anyway, right? Maybe, okay, I get it. If you think the, the virus is real, then you would say, well, that the virus exacerbates the situation. Sure, sure, okay, I'll bite. You win. But it's still not okay to say that I can't buy or sell without my forehead being checked. It's not okay. And it says in the Bible that if we lose our saltiness, right? If, if, if the believers lose their saltiness, who's going to preserve the earth? We are the salt of the earth, y'all. That means we are the ones that preserve this thing and keep it from rotting. And one day, a person will be so rotten, will have rotted so bad, that he will lead a kingdom against the Most High, just as they did in Babylon. And it will be so bad that the Messiah is going to have to return and go shut it down and blow it all up. Oh, to our blessed hope. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Come, come, Lord. Right? That's my blessed hope. Man, I got excited saying that he was coming back to get rid of this all because I'll get tired. I'm getting tired of watching people telling me to be quiet and take the forehead check when my Bible specifically says those who do not take the forehead check won't be able to buy or sell. And you, I have not been allowed to buy or sell because I refuse to take a forehead check. It's too close for comfort in, in, in the trader family. Too close for comfort. And I don't want my child growing up thinking it's okay to have your forehead checked before entering establishment because one day that will damn her to hell. And I'm not I'm not putting my child through that. And everyone says, well, what about the disease? I'll put some anointing oil on her and send her on her way. And if the Lord chooses her to get sick, she will, regardless if we wear a mask, regardless if we get a forehead check, if God chooses us for plague, we will be plagued. If God chooses us not for plague, then we will not be plagued. I put my hope in the Lord. And I can't do anything else. And when I see a man telling me you're required to get a forehead check before you enter this establishment, I'm like, whoa, hold up. What's your name? And what's the name of the man requiring this? Because this is funky to me. Because the Bible tells me about this. It warns me. And when people talk about forehead checks, do you realize that also the Lord has a forehead check? He does, right? In Revelations, we're told that, that the believers are marked before the last days. Do not send. What, what, is, the, what is it? It's like Revelations, uh, I think it's like 12 or 13, right? It's right around the verse that I just read um, where it says, you know, don't, don't do the wrath till I mark my people first. So he's got his own forehead check. And a lot of people don't realize that in Ezekiel 9 and 4, there's another forehead check. And it reads, And Yahuwah said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, 
through the midst of Jerusalem and set a mark upon the forehead of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. So whom did the Lord seal before he brought destruction? And is not the Messiah coming to bring destruction? Is not the Lord the same yesterday, today, and forever? Well, in Ezekiel's day, the example I'm given is that the Lord sealed those that sighed, cried, and wailed at abomination. Those people that hated evil and it bothers them. Those are the people that God sealed. He said, you know what? That dude don't like evil neither. That dude's upset just like me. Keep that dude on my team. Save him. I want him I want him sanctified, the word is, right? I want him set apart from everyone else. He's not like the nations. He's one of mine. Because he sighs and cries for all the abominations that are done in his midst. That's, that's my dude, right? So when we are simply complicit in these things and sometimes i'm complicit and sometimes i'm not and i have and, and you have to recognize and i've said this before and before again that the people you are speaking to are simply brainwashed babylonians they don't know nothing else rome told me that if i don't do this that the senate would come down hard and i don't want the senate to send over their army because that's what happened in rome right those that didn't agree with rome that were like nah rome we don't we don't agree with you they're like the senate would get together and go all right we need to go kill those guys, right? Go shut them down. And they would send over army and military. What happens if you just say, I'm not doing forehead checks. Uh, I'm not doing forehead checks, but I'm still keeping my business open. What, what happens then? <laughs> Tell me that an armed person, a Roman centurion won't be knocking on your door saying, yo, heard you don't like our rules. We're going to have to ask you to stop living. We're going to have to ask you to shut down your livelihood because you don't agree with us. That's what's going to happen. How do you not see that that's exactly what the Antichrist is going to do? And this is only paving the way for him. It's only making it easier for his arrival. And I don't care what's going on. The Lord sent many a plagues and pandemics. You know how many Christians have endured plagues? How many believers died in the bubonic plague? How many believers died in the Spanish flu? We have seen disease throughout all mankind, and we have always continued because the Lord will always have his remnant on this earth, and he chooses who lives or dies, not a virus. He chooses. And what the Most High has chosen is to mark those who cry and wail for abominations. So if you out there and you're thinking, just do what your government says, Romans, in Romans, Paul says to listen to the government. So you're sinning if you don't listen to the government. Nah, dude. Nah, son. Nah. Because the government is going to be the ones requiring the forehead checks in the book of Revelations, right? The government's going to require it. So we don't listen to them when they do things that are in opposition to God's word. And to me, it's too close for comfort, y'all. I don't want no gun put to my daughter's head on a regular basis. I don't know what laser you're shooting. I don't understand the technology, and I don't need to. Because when I read Revelations 13, when I go to the instruction manual that I need, because I'm a fool, I told you, I can't build a house 
So I'm only, I only know to go to the instructions. And when I get to step 66B, step 66B, it says grab the right hand, grab the forehead. Mark the right hand, mark the forehead. Those with the mark, buy and sell for wickedness. Those without the mark will be persecuted. That's what it says in my IKEA instructions. You know, it's got a little A over right hand. It's got a little B over the forehead. I'm holding them up, all right, I got A and I'm gonna need to connect it to B, right? That's what my instructions tell me. And it tells me that that's a bad thing. And people that take the mark don't make it. That's also what it says. It says, if you take the mark, you, you ain't gonna make it. But you know who will make it? Those who cry and sigh and wail at abominations. We should be upset. We should be mad. We should tell the government you need to find another way because forehead checks are not okay. They're too close to evil. You need to come up with a different way. And as a matter of fact, forehead checks aren't even a good indicator. I've done some of them little temperature stinking things where you like stare at the thing and it like zaps your face. Who knows what kind of UV rays and laser it's zapped into my you know, frontal cortex. I don't know. But I've done those things and I've had varying, I've had like super low, super high. People are looking at me like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what it is either. Uh, I guess you can go in because we did the check. The only thing they care about is, are you willing to submit to a forehead check? They don't care what the outcome is because they don't understand. You think that the, the, the clerk at the dance studio or the soccer coach or the, uh, the teacher of kindergarten knows the medical terminology needing like, oh my gosh, you have 101 temperature. What that means is you have this. Or, oh my gosh, you have a 92.8 temperature. What that means is this. You need this, 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 this. We need to get you here, here, here. They don't know any of that. All they want you to do is submit. And then they'll look at you and go, uh, were you exposed or not? And if you, as long as you say no, they let you in. The only thing they care about is are you willing to submit to a check on your forehead? If you are, I'll let you come in and go. I'll let you come in. If, if you're okay with it. Too close for comfort, y'all. I'm out. I'm out. The girl at the hospital the other day went to zap me and I pushed her hand away. I said, whoa, what are you doing? Why are you coming at me? And she said, you have to get checked, sir. And I said, stay back. Don't, you can't just grab an object with a trigger on it and pull it and put it at me. Not okay. Nor do I know you, nor am I willing to discuss my medical information with you, ma'am. And she was like, well, sir, you can't come in. And I said, well, have a nice day. Turn around and walk away. I'm not playing with you. I'm not playing with you. And they did. They got all mad at me. That, that day, the hospital was bad. It was bad. They even were like, you have to sign in. And I said, what am I signing? You're signing to agree to the laws of the hospital. That's what they told me. The directives. And I said, I'm not signing anything until I know the directives. I'm not entering contractual ob obligation with you. Because if something happened, right, and it went to a court of law, they'd be like, well, sir, you did sign. Right? That's what any judge would say. You put your signature on there. So I made them read it and they were pissed at me. They were pissed. And I said, it's not my fault. You require this. And when they got to the part that said, we are not allowed to discriminate you against you because of your beliefs, man, I took that mask off my face right then and there. And he said, sir, you have to have your mask on. I said, I believe, I believe I don't have to. And he said, you have to respect my beliefs. And that kid, he didn't know what to do. He just kept reading. And I went about my appointment and I'm so glad they didn't say anything else because it was getting bad. I had, I had multiple employees. I always, like when I, when this thing happens to me, I always end up with crowd, three, four people 
gathered around me, all trying to prevent me from coming in because I said, ah, no, you're not putting a gun to my daughter's head. You're not doing it. It's too much like a mark. And I'm, I want her to know it's not okay to have a forehead check before you buy or sell. So that when it happens and it's the mark of the beast and she's an adult making her own decisions, she'll be like, you know what? My dad told me to get away from this. And she'll be saved. So if you want your, if you want your forehead marked with the beast, go ahead. Do as you wish. I choose to have my forehead marked by the Most High. And you get marked if you sigh and cry for abominations. And I am crying and sighing and calling out to the Lord because I'm pissed off about this abominable thing that is coming on my people. The American people that I serve this country to protect. That's what I was told. For freedom. That's what I was told. So that we could be free. And what I see is that my freedom is being imposed upon and that I'm not allowed to do certain things without having a certain mark on my forehead. Which is a temperature check. So I'm out, y'all. Trader family's out. We out. I'm done. No, no more for me. Uh, and, you know, you can do whatever you want with this information. You can say that I'm a fool. Most of you do. Uh, but I hope that it blessed you. And I want you to stay frosty out there, guys, because it's hard. Because I know a lot of people got jobs and they got bills and they got all kinds of things. And that's how they get you, man. They get you all wrapped up in these bills and wrapped up in debt. You have to pay to own land. You can't just live. You can't just be a person living. No, no, no. That's not right. You have to pay. And if you do live, you're called homeless and a degenerate. Right? Because I refuse to pay to live. Okay. Sounds like a free person to me. But either way... So we get wrapped up in these debts, and I get it, man. And so you got a job, and they're requiring a temperature check. Man, you make your peace with the Lord, and I will make my peace with mine. And I hope that you guys stay blessed, and I hope that the scriptures speak to you. And and as for me and my house, I'm not, I'm not down with it. I'm not down with anything that sounds like, looks like, or acts like. You know, they say if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, then it's a duck. Well, if it requires a forehead check, you can't buy or sell without a forehead check. Looks like a duck to me. So I'm out. And nor will I allow my children to be subjected to this kind of treatment. And I pray that this blesses you. And I hope that you can stay safe out there. And I just want to remind you that this is not a discouraging thing to tick you off. This is just a thing to remind you that there are other people out there that don't like this stuff neither. That don't like these requirements. There are other people out there that are saying, hold up, this is not like what the Bible says do. How about this? How about this, y'all? So, since we, it says we have a Christian president. How about this? How about he's required, he, he put his hand on his Bible, his like personal Bible. This is my personal Bible. President Biden, that's my personal Bible. I swear on this, because it's mine. Okay. Well, it says, lay hands on the sick and anoint them. How about this? Before you enter an establishment, let's rub anointing oil on everybody and say a prayer with them before they enter your business. That's what the Bible says do. Nah, you won't do that though, will you? Because you ain't a Christian and you don't follow the Bible. You guys, this is not good. It's not right. And I just want to let you know that that's how I feel. And I'm thank you for allowing me to get this off my chest. I pray that it blesses you. I got to go because I got some stuff to go do. Uh, this is the Art of Being the Podcast. Uh, I am Jason Trader again. Hit us up on Facebook at The Art of Being. We're on Twitter at The Real Art Being. And you can find us uh, on YouTube, The Art of Being. We're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash 
The Art of Being. We're all over the place, guys. Look for us. Let me know what you think. I absolutely love comments that say you agree. I absolutely comment love comments that say you don't agree because it just helps me learn. I, I, I'm a fool. I need your help. Please send me other verses that tell me I'm wrong. Please do so so I can stop stressing. And the only other verses I'm able to find on my own are ones that say, do not worry. Let the wicked do what the wicked do. You just serve righteousness. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to serve righteousness and ain't nobody checking my forehead because that's what the Antichrist is going to do. And I ain't down with that dude. I'm down with the real Christ. You know what I'm saying, son? You know what I'm saying? And I know you down with the real Christ too. And we ain't going to fall for the Antichrist stuff. And when the Messiah comes and takes me from this wicked world, I will dwell in the heavenlies with him. And I will be safe because I am crying and sighing and wailing at the abominations I see walking all over my land. Peace, y'all. Love ya. And I hope you have a blessed week. Bye.